the turning of the ancestor's hub, the hub of Buddha's practice is Zazen. And it is ancestors. And we're ancestors to somebody 30 years from now. We don't even know. Maybe they're not even born yet. And we have had ancestors among us and have ancestors among us. And I've spoken of many of them. But I, I, I wanted to add a few more, uh, particularly on the record. Bill Cook, I spoke of yesterday, I think it was, but not, I don't know that it was being taped, I can't remember now. At any rate, Bill has been a great stalwart of this temple. Has come virtually every morning when he was in the country and opened the Zendo and turned on the Zoom so those of you far away could come and kept me company and kept us all company and put up the canvas for the party in the summer for the jazz concert with Bonnie Morgan, another person who comes to mind that I know I did not mention is Anne McNeil. Anne just did whatever needed to be done. She bought book matches when we were almost out. She bought two boxes of them. The only thing was, I didn't know she bought them, so I bought two boxes. So they finally ran out, I think, after about, I don't know, five or six years. And she was great at sewing. We were trying to sew traditional utensil holders, and she figured it out. She did a lot of cooking, and unfortunately, for her and for us, she contracted, she had uh, Parkinson's and she had to simplify her life and move closer to her daughter in the uh, Berkeley area. I thought she was going to be the next uh, a sewing teacher. Oh, well. And Novella Leinberg, Novella was another person who came in the morning. She came often and she sat the sashines and she was a wonderful presence. And, uh, she used to stand, she used to uh, sit uh, in the kind of near corner by the, uh, I don't know what you call it, it's, it's not a heat register. Heat does not come out, but that's where the air goes in towards the uh, ear. And she would stand there during service. And she had a habit of when I, at the end of service, when I stepped back to bow, she would, she would turn as I moved. And the, the assembly is supposed to turn with the bell. 
and it was just it was just hard for her to remember to do that because she was you know she was just right on my shoulder she was right there and I took to whispering to her don't move and we would both grin and then she would not move or maybe she already was she was starting to move but she'd stop and then after a while she just didn't move anymore I still always though felt her presence as if we were doing service together because she was just there. And she did wonderful flowers. And I taught her not to use too much white because that's the color for memorials. And I taught her not to use obviously four main flowers because four is the number for a memorial. And my sister died and I was spending, I spent a lot of time in Oakland. I came back to do a memorial service for my sister. And I walked in and there on the altar was a beautiful arrangement with four white flowers. And I knew, I knew she did it. And I felt so loved and cared for. And I remember when I saw her and I just touched my heart and, and she, um, I don't know, she bowed a little bit or acknowledged it. And she's still supporting us, even from a distance. And Don Sharp was work leader and I don't know if it's only when he was work leader, but I would often come and come downstairs a little early and he would be out in front sweeping and just tidying things up and taking care of the place and making it ship shape. And he never talked to people about it. He just did it. And again, that's such a, it feels like such a support for the temple. And, and all of you do these things that I wanted to mention these people. And a few words about our main ancestor, our first ancestor in the East Bay, Sojin Mel Weitzman. I don't know, it's hard to talk about what he meant, means to me. I felt seen by him and supported by him and encouraged by him. It seemed he saw a strength in me that I didn't see. He was honest with me. Sometimes he was unskillful and unkind, but mostly he was skillful and sometimes critical, but not unkind. And he didn't give many compliments. I get, get, one time he, he, I was Chisha and for a Sashin, I guess it was, and at the end he thanked me and he said, you know, uh, it's really helpful to have a good Jisha who does the job and is kind of, um, he didn't say invisible, I use that word, 
sometimes, but uh, I don't know, supportive, something like that. And that it was tremendously helpful to him and what he needed to do to have somebody there who, uh, I don't remember the words he used. I'll tell you what I would say, and I and this is, I think this is what he meant, that we did it um, sort of seamlessly and with devotion. And that's always, I love being Jisha, and that's always my aim. And I've had lots of Jishas here. I think all of them, all of you, uh, you know, have done, I just, I feel taken care of, which is the main thing. And we used to laugh a lot. Sometimes when he would nail me. <laughs> and. I just want to give you one example of something I don't usually talk about, but he had given me a koan, what is it? And I was at Tassahara my first practice period, and I kind of fell apart. And he was away, and he, he came back, and uh, I think probably Leslie told him that I, I had kind of fallen apart, and, and then I was scheduled to see him in Doksan. And uh, I told him what had been going on, and he said, you're pushing too hard. I'm going to change your con. It's no more, it's not what is it anymore, it's this is it. And then <laughs> we both burst out laughing, because to me, anyway, I, I would say, what is that? But what does this is it do but beg the question, what is it? So I said, okay, but it, it broke this. Uh, I pushing that I had been doing. And I kind of calmed down and went with this is it. And that's still my calling. And now <laughs> and now this is it. Today's the last day. Probably the last day of our five-day sessions or longer sessions. The last session at Clearwater as we have known it, and, and we don't know what Clearwater is going to look like a year from now, if it looks like anything. They say, they say, not knowing is nearest. I say not knowing is Scary, sad, exciting, joyous, anxiety provoking, and here, sweet and full of love. Listen for the sound of the lake.